Welcome to the Only Kyle Show podcast. I am your host, Kyle Miller. Tonight I have with me, Mr. Kyle Beagle. Hello. How do, how's it going, good sir? Uh, you know, doing bus shit, as, as it does. Oh yeah, so so let's talk about that. So, uh, so you live in a bus. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, tell Full us time. tell us a little bit about that story, about how how that came to be, and what made you want to do that. Well, full time kind of is a whole another different portion of that. I've kind of always wanted to. I was, I mean, I was in the military. I love traveling and everything else. Was the whole reason why I joined, and then. You know, moved around outside the military, then kind of got stuck once I bought a house. I'm like, fuck this. Sick of my neighbors and everything else. I remember the stories of your neighbor. Yes. <laughs> so, so you know, I bought a bus, you know, started renovating it and everything else, and was doing it for like a year, you know, off and on. And then the whole neighbor situation of him trying to stab me, and then, like, the city started taking me to court. And then the state took me to court for it. And then they finally said, you had seven days to get, you know, remove it from your property. And I said pretty much, fuck you. It's not my property. If I can't own something and put it on the property, like, yeah, that's, that, I mean, that's absolute bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah especially cause it was leak. Like I looked through all the legal codes, everything else. The zoning guy came out, gave it the okay. The city inspector came out. He gave it the okay, and it's a it's a recreational yeah. vehicle on your own property. And like, if I remember correctly, like the pictures were like it was like in your backyard, basically, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is like because where the city code was, it had to be I can't remember right off the top of my head anymore. But let's say ten feet away from all fence lines from the property, which it was. You know, I ended up pouring a concrete slab for it. Because that was in the code, everything else, even though, like, none of the other neighbors had to do any of this for it. For their RVs and shit. Yeah, like, they just had theirs in the driveway. And even the city and zoning people are like, you can just park in the driveway if you want. We don't really care. Like, we don't know why we're coming out here so much. Because uh-huh, you have a no. dickhead neighbor. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was, too. And then after a while of him, you know fighting it and going through everything i don't know if he took it up i don't know how he took it up higher but he did because i was calling the mayor every day like going at it fighting it and then once i went to court and they said i had seven days well i'm just gonna sell the house in seven days instead because not my property i guess at this point and where where was that at where were you that's the so where my house was was maybe a quarter mile from eight mile in detroit like i was on the warren side because how it's split is eight half of eight mile is in warren michigan and the other half is in detroit michigan Mm -hmm. and i lived on the warren side and you would never think like hey they're gonna be so stingy on every single code and everything else you know, quarter mile from eight mile. Yeah. It doesn't have the reputation of an upstanding, like across the street is literally like weed shops and, uh, can't think of the name. Yeah, of the, the American dream. 
Yeah, it's all weed shops and strip clubs all down that like three mile strip. But yet, I can't own a bus on my own property, so it was time to move. So I packed everything up and got a hold of one of those "We Buy Your House Quick" people because I'm not going to go through the whole realtor thing to yeah. fix everything up and have them do showings. It's like I got seven to ten days to move, you know, try and get the fuck out of here. Did you, I mean, did you get Did you get a good price for your house? I mean, I got what I paid for it, but. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. yeah. God. I know, especially, like, it was at that time in the market to where, like, no, I'm pretty sure it's probably still the same way, but literally houses were going for, like, two, three times their price and everything else, and, but. Yeah. Housing market I talked is to, Yeah. But I talked to even a realtor that came out, and she pretty much offered me the same thing of, like, unless if you go through and fix this and that and blah, 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 put a new roof on, and, like, no. That's not what I want to do. I don't want to invest ten grand in here to tell me that. Yeah, I'm like still a, as is, thing. but like even as is, like you, it should have been higher than what oh, you yeah. bought it for. Should have, but again, <clears throat> it was one of those time crunch things, and at least I got what I paid for it. Yeah, yeah, at least. At that point. Was that after closing costs and everything? Like. Yeah, that was yeah. after closing costs. So. Uh, I mean, yeah, at least at least you didn't lose money. Yeah, I mean, uh, if I was renting, I would have, you know, lost all that money anyway. So, so what brought you all the way out here? Cause you're out my way. Yeah. Uh, so I have a buddy from the military that lives out here that I got a hold of because sitting there trying to think of like, okay, seven ten days, how can I make this work? I've got to have a place to park to where I can, you know, plug in because I don't have any of the solar. I don't have any batteries none of the stuff was like electrical wise was done at all yes yeah. you know like the battery i bought just the battery alone was about twenty five hundred dollars with shipping holy shit yeah and i want to get another one just to you know cover myself and then the panel you know solar is pretty pretty expensive to get into and if you're not making either decent money or have money saved up for it's not like okay well you know, this check, I'm going to be able to go and blow three grand out of it to when I don't make that much money. Hell yeah. So, ended up selling the house and using pretty much a lot of it for retrofitting the bus out, which has been nice. But yeah, I'm here because of he, I got a hold of him. I'm like, hey, would you mind letting me park the bus and, you know, finish it up and Originally, I thought it was going to be, like, three, four months to finish <laughs> everything, which, yeah, that was a ballsy uh, estimation on my part, yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? I'm going to go there. I'm going to finish everything up real fast. I'm going to drive it down to Kyle Con in Texas. <laughs> oh, God, so that was, like, a year ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if that tells you anything. Oh, um, shit. So- New Kyle Khan's coming up in Michigan. Yep. I will be there. Will you? Oh, yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm record some podcasts there, too. That's a smart idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I Dude, uh, yeah, we, uh, the, everybody who, 
went to Kyle-Con last year, got, like, a little bit of, um, like, before notice of, like, all the details and stuff. And uh, the moment I found out, I bought the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, that's smart, because, I mean, well, do Kalamazoo, I, it's... it's I, I didn't... It's, uh... It's Muskegon. Oh, is it Muskegon? Yes. Dude, the prices of hotels there are fucking ridiculous for that time like of high year. High or low? High. Oh, yeah. Because it's on, what is that, the west side of the state? I, maybe. I don't know. I think it is. I think <laughs> I mean, it's it's right off the lake, though, so it's like. Yeah. That's but, where, like, Michigan in the summertime is where everyone goes is the thing. Well, and, like. The price per night when I booked compared to what it is already now, <laughs> I was like, God damn, I'm so happy I booked what I did, dude, because that shit, like, went up $100. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Jesus. Yeah, and, like, well, I mean, it's, it a, ni- went it's a nice quality in. Like, I had, like, 100-something. Yeah, yeah, it, it was over 100 a night. See, that's kind of ridiculous for, like, I know Muskegon. I had some friends that lived out there. And They're all like that, though. I don't get it. Like, there's nothing out there. Like, the only thing that's really out there is Kalamazoo area, and that's a college town, well, so it's not really. You got to think of it this way, though. Like, there's nothing out there to you, but, like, think of all those people uh, in the Midwest that, like, that's their closest beach. You know what I mean? Like, that's their, that's their closest vacation spot for, like, it, not close, but it's one of the yeah. you know, one of the many like that. You know, I I I get it. Like it's that's but, the Great Lakes and yeah. you know everything else. This is I mean this will be well, it's like Michigan right there, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually haven't been to Lake Michigan. I think it's Lake Michigan. I don't. I'm not that great with the lakes anymore. Like growing up, you learn it's yeah. Uh, please, Holmes is the acronym. Oh, uh, Holmes. Uh, Huron, yeah, Ontario, Michigan. Mm. Uh, Erie and Superior. Yeah, yep. I was about to say fucking PEMDAS. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole please, different please, thing Please there. excuse my dear Aunt Sally. <laughs> but oh, yeah, Mich- I mean, Michigan is great in the summertime, but summertime there only lasts for like three months. Yeah. So, like, they, I know a lot of people got snow, but they still had snow there last week. That I know of. Dude, we we had fucking uh, last week. We had fucking ice drop. Did you? Yeah, dude. It got down to like fucking thirty four degrees, and it was fucking there was fucking snow and ice coming down. Oh like, shit! Yeah, it was, was only like, rain here. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was out. I was out working. I'm like, dude, is that fucking ice? Like what? Is it? Oh fuck! Yeah, we only had. I mean, we got like. Three, four inches of rain, which is weird to say because it's rain. I'm not used to that much rain coming down to, like, actually stay and start building onto itself. Shit, yeah. But, well, well, welcome, to, welcome to the DMV, sir. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> we lived in Florida for a while, and that shit just, like, washed out or either, like, flooded everything. It yeah. wasn't, like... Okay, well, it'll be gone in, like, 20 minutes. If you get in that kind of rain in Florida, you're getting flooded, and it's going to stay there for, like, the whole day or two. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm moving to Florida. 
I'm excited for you. I dude, I'm so happy to get out of goddamn Virginia. It's not even funny. Whereabouts, Florida South? Fort or? Fort Myers, uh, LaBelle area. My parents are building a house uh, in LaBelle, and then uh, I I will be able to transfer my job to Fort Myers. So oh, that's perfect then. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think I want to stay in drywall at least not as a helper, especially not in Florida because I already they call they call me sweaty at work already. <laughs> I can't imagine how I'll be in fucking Florida. Your first year is gonna be miserable in Florida, just to let you know. But after that, you'll get a little bit more acclimated to it. No, I never will. Nope. <laughs> nope. Never will. I'm telling you that right now, dude. I, I mean, I've lived in Virginia for tw- the better part of 23 years. And, like, I, when it's humid, I'm just, I'm nothing but a fucking bottle of, you know, ice water in, in the fucking sun. Just, like, condensation dripping off my body. And, uh, like, literally, there's... Like I'll be pulling the drywall off the off the forks of our boom onto the cart, and like there's just a puddle where I'm pulling from. Like that's it. There's just a puddle of sweat. It is absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't know. I've only been like this for like I, I don't know. Past like past like six years, dude. Honestly, you so just like wipe deodorant all over yourself at that point <laughs> in time. No. I, uh. Like I didn't, I didn't use. I, I used to sweat, but I didn't use to sweat this bad until uh, I I had contracted uh, hepatitis C. Okay. And uh, I took Harvani, which is like the only known medicine to quote unquote cure it. And like after that, well, also I was like that was during my meth binge for like a year, and like the combination of all that, I don't know, like it fucked up a lot of systems in my body, and uh, like that medicine made me really sick. Like it fucking my blood sugar real bad. Like I, I was uh, living at my my ex's parents' house, and uh, I was living in my ex's parents' house, and uh, like my blood sugar, I, I was having issues with my blood sugar because of the medication. Like I came downstairs and I was talking with her dad and like this old guy that used to um, they, he used to help their family out stuff and uh like i'm just sitting there normal conversation dude and my blood sugar went to like nothing uh and i blacked out at the fucking table and he like tested my blood sugar it was like 35 (laughs) (laughs) and uh it was that medication man that medication messed up a lot i mean granted it got rid of my hepatitis so um, yeah, that's pretty handy. <laughs> yeah, so my 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 liver was saved, but fuck the rest of my body, I guess. I don't know, but I need to I need to get checked out for more stuff. I gotta get some blood work done, make sure that hasn't come back to. And maybe see if that's affected with it. I don't know what with the sweating it could cause at that point in time. Yeah, I, I don't know what that medicine and shit does. Yeah, I don't know. Shit can get pretty enough. Pretty insane sometimes to kill off things. We had had MRSA before, and I I have <laughs> listen. This is fucked, dude. I have Bactrim resistant, moxicillin resistant Staphylococcus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a carrier, and so yeah. like I like when when I when I get 
an infection like i dude i'll get them on like you know this fucking small little ingrown hair um most of them don't flare up but when they do they are fucking horrible and i was you know i was an iv drug user and like i like most people have you know tracks on their arms and stuff right i have these gigantic gaping fucking scars because they would get infected with MRSA and you know it, it just, just completely destroyed my skin there and shit dude it looks terrible <laughs> like is it scars now or oh yeah just... like big like big pitted scars like oh yeah yeah, it, yeah they, look they, look, they look rough they look rough yeah, I mean they 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 blend in a lot better than they used to now. But... That's good, man. You now walking around and everyone's like, "Man, that guy really does some dope." Yeah, I, I mean, it's you know, been over two years clean and shit, so you know the the track marks have gone away. It was bad because you know I had those scars and I was shooting into the veins in those scars, so it's like, oh my god, like Jesus. This one, I've never understood the whole intravenous drug use type of a thing do you, you want to okay so i um i haven't talked about this on the podcast yet so i uh i was deathly afraid of needles my entire life okay like and i'm talking like i have full-blown panic attack and um so i when when i was like 18 i uh started having like nerve issues in my arm and shit and like i shit was real bad and they put me on painkillers and this is like right before the opioid epidemic right so they were just throwing painkillers at me never really figured out what was wrong or you know told me you know that we were going to solve the issue but then they cracked down the uh the fda cracked down on all those doctors so they just cut me off the medication but hadn't solved the issue and so and then like like, I had been into drugs before, but, like, I had never done anything and with frequency where I was addicted to it. And so, like, they just cut me off and, like, I didn't, I knew what addiction was, but I didn't know what withdrawals felt like. And that was yeah. the first time I ever went through withdrawals. And, like, dude, holy shit. Like, it totally changed my mindset. Like, I'm like, dude, I got to find this shit. Like, so I started, you know, buying painkillers off the street. And, uh... I wasn't thinking, like, uh, in my head, like, you know, there's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just in pain. And so, yeah, like... just trying to solve the fix for... Yeah. You know, well, and then painkillers became more and more expensive. And then somebody was like, hey, you know, heroin's really cheap. And, yeah. you know, you can, you know, you buy a gram and, you know, a little bit of it, you know, you snort a little bit of it and it, you know, lasts you as long as, you know, you know a bunch of pills did. And uh, so... My, uh, my, my oldest mom, um, my fiance who passed away, she, uh, worked with this girl who was a phlebotomist and she was like, I guess she came over and she was like, she was shooting up dope and I'm like, uh, and, uh, she was like, you want to try it? Cause like, you know, she was like, I, I'm a trained professional, you know, and I'll, you know, do it for you and show you how to do it. And I'm like. I mean, at least you had that, I guess. I, I, I wish you never had, bro. I wish I never crossed that threshold because that, that was that was the worst threshold 
to cross because that that's what led to my overdoses and my very very bad addiction for years and years and um so is intravenously are you doing it are you doing the same amount or are you no and that was another thing is like you know i can make it last longer at first okay so like you know like a point you know a tenth of a a tenth of a gram i well I, i did less than that at first like i did like a quarter you know like a half a point and uh and that would last the duration would be shorter but it would feel better it would just be slightly shorter um and but i at first i had that boundary to where like i wouldn't shoot myself up like i would only do it if she was there and then it went to you know the dude that i called my brother was there because he was good at it and then then once i could do it myself it was fucking game over um, See, that's the scary part that I always, like... Yeah. <laughs> I gave myself IVs and different things like that before, but pushing a drug, I don't know, it just weirds me out a little bit more than just, you know, sailing or whatever else, which I don't know why it, it does. It, but... is, it is the... is the oddest combination of both fear and glee at what's coming... <laughs> <laughs> like it's it, you know it's it's like excitement but you're scared of it yeah time. well and like you know i you know I, i'll be honest like i've overdosed in my life like over probably close to 10 times god damn um yes uh you know some required medical attention which is how i got in legal trouble and all that um because they criminalize addiction and but that that is actually all changed recently here um but you know and some like i just woke up later but like i went completely out um it's fucking crazy dude so like like all, you, you'll have it in your arm you see the blood going into the syringe and then like you know you fucked up like you just you already know it's not even halfway done and you know you fucked up you're like i'm I'm going to go out. I might die. And it it is like, it is one of the most terrifying feelings because at that point, there's nothing you can do to stop it. Like it's intravenous. You're it's, yeah. It's done. Yeah. Like, like no, it, and, and it's not even the whole thing. And you're like, you're like, holy shit. Like I'm not even done. And I like, I'm going out. This is, this is it. It's, I just never understood that whole, like, understand how it happens to people, like, pretty much like you, of, okay, you have pain, and you're taking, you know, pills, and pills get really expensive, and then, Well, and they cut know, me off. <laughs> and then, yeah, well, they cut you off, but, like, that's how, like, one of my buddies, he got into it, is, like, he had bad back problems and shit. Yeah, and I still do. Literally, it's, that's how, kind of got him in there, is doing all that, and. But I just don't understand people that do it that don't have pain. Like, you're just taking Oxycontins or whatever for, like, shits and giggles. And then well, you just I mean, dump your heroin. Like, seems like it, at some it, point it's, in time. It's, it's, I, most people, it's like a longer road, you know, especially if they're, you know, just doing things recreationally. So, uh, you know, like, 
most people do things like you know like Percocet, Oxycontin as like a party drug. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, you, you you feel good like especially if you're not in pain, like you feel just really good. Um, like it was. It became, like, even though I was in pain, like, it became a very social thing for me. And, like, I have a lot of, you know, social anxiety. And it, shit, like, doing shit like that, just completely gone. And so, you know, there's that part of the high, too. And it's, like, and then when you don't have it, you're, like, man, like, it, you're, you fall into this, like, crazy depression. And you're, like, damn, like, I, I you know, I, I can't be around people when I'm, you know, without it type thing. And. Like you start craving it because of that, like yeah, be like, well, I want to go out, you know, I want to, I want to hang out with people, but then like, you know, I'm sitting here, not knowing at the time, like, oh, I'm dope sick, so I can't go out, and you know, add that on to you know just anxiety in general, and yeah. Fuck, I took a, my body doesn't react right to all like the pills for opiates and shit. Like I took a tramadol once. Well, Good God, I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, well, tramadol is a uh, it's a non narcotic um, opioid substitute that acts on the body at the same. It acts on the same opioid receptors in the brain, um, but it doesn't it doesn't release um, it. It it just acts slightly different. It doesn't release dopamine or something like that. Uh, yes, yes, and and or or as much. And I mean, it's really it's really no better. Like uh, I read uh, Anthony Kiedis's autobiography. Oh yeah, scar tissue. Yeah, and uh, like that's what he relapsed on was tramadol. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) it's crazy because I I had I'm having issues with my leg right now, and I went to the doctor, and I'm like, uh, I said something about you know not giving me tramadol i'm like you know because it might trigger me and uh she's like i can't confirm or deny that i'm like well, of course the pharmaceutical company tells you to say that um yeah. <laughs> well, like, you're not gonna be like here we're gonna get you back addicted here you go <laughs> yeah um won't trigger anything trust me i i i you know full full disclosure like i've had to take a couple but it's been like you know i took I've maybe taken three out of the whole prescription just because the pain's been that bad. But I, I feel I'm at a point where I can do that. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not, well, I'm not sitting here like, damn, I want to go get some dope now. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was a little worried, you know, um, but I'm, I'm good. Um, and I didn't get the, and that's the thing like with that, like I don't get that feeling like I, like if I took a Percocet, oh, I'd I'd, I'd be fucked, I'd be fucked. <laughs> I, I would I'd feel it, but like with that, it just you know lessen the pain a good bit. And, um, it's gonna sound weird, but have you actually tried a leave for it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I got ran. Oh, I love, dude. I love. I I like. I swear by fucking naproxen, bro. Yeah, I love naproxen. Yeah. It, it's. It does more to me than, like, Vicodin. Like, I got in a bad <laughs> car accident, a tractor ran me over, and I flew out of the car and everything else and landed on me and broke my pelvis all the way across. Oof. Yeah. And went to, you know, the hospital. They gave me a whole bunch of Vicodin, sent me home after I was able to walk. And bike, I would take a Vicodin, it would last an hour. Take a Vicodin, it would last half an hour. And after a while, I'm like, I'm just gonna have to eat this whole fucking bottle for it to do anything 
So I started taking the leave and literally a couple of leave a day and I was fine compared to just putting Vicodin down my throat all the time. Yeah. Well, dude, like, uh, so like being in jail and shit. So, um, you, you, you get nothing like you're not on like almost any medications except maybe some psychiatric medications. But if you don't go in there with them prescribed, it takes forever to get back on your medication. It's nutty. But, uh, and so I, um, it, you know, I, the last time I went in, you know, I, I knew I was going in. I just didn't know for how long and I, it was going to be the last time I, I knew that it, no matter how fucking long it was, it's going to be the last goddamn time. Um, so this last time I was like, I don't want any psychiatric medications and, uh, you know, all I need is my leave. And it took fucking like a month and a half to get fucking on my on back on the leave because they won't really? yeah um because i actually like i had a major addiction to gabapentin which is okay. a um, nerve pain medication that i was prescribed when i was 15 for anxiety and nerve pain hmm. yeah uh it was an okay. off-label use for it from this crazy fucking psychiatrist at this state facility for juveniles it was nutty bro <laughs> It, it that doesn't seem like something they d- should just prescribe to children dude I, and like it it i'm not gonna say like my own choices happened but it probably caused the majority of my addiction and because it it it, it acts a, it acts on the GABA receptors which is like what alcohol acts on and uh really lowers inhibition and shit like that and it feels like doing heroin it's crazy um Let's give this to children. <laughs> um, well, but it was the only non-narcotic medication that ever worked for my severe anxiety. Um, I just, as soon as I found out that I could abuse it, I abused the shit out of it for years. And <laughs> That's it, usually what happened when you were a kid. Well, and it's probably part of the reason I'm having so many neurological problems and and shit like that. And, like, my... my I, I just looked up, they did a case study about um, short-term memory loss and gabapentin addiction abuse. And I was like, oh, God, dude. I was like, this makes total sense. Like, I was taking ungodly amounts, too. Like, I'd get my prescription, I'd pop fucking 10 of them. And 10, 600, 6,000 milligrams, that's fucking, dude, like, even on Arrowhead, they were, like, recommending, like... 12 to 1800 you know for mild effects and there were some people who did a lot but and uh yeah it yeah so i went down some tangent and now i don't even remember what i was talking about i don't either actually (laughs) god damn gaba (laughs) petting so excited uh I, i uh Shit, the last time I took that was two and a half years ago, and uh, I feel bad because my I, I found a prescription of it. Like I was going through some stuff in my parents' house, and my mom was like, "I think my like my mom had an idea that like it was an issue for me, um, but I had never told her." And I found it, and she was like, "You should just throw that away." I'm like, "Nah, like I need it, dude." As soon as I took that shit, I wanted I wanted fucking dope again. I was like. And that I ended up relapsing, overdosing, and going to jail. Oh, uh, so yeah! All within all within a couple of days of taking that. that Jesus. Been, yeah. So dark hole there for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
This shit's fucking nutty. That's why I tried to stay on the whole Earth plane of, you know, if it's growing on the planet, it can't be that bad for you. Even though <laughs> I'm sure there's, um, I don't know where heroin yeah, well, comes from. <laughs> uh, heroin comes from the poppy. Does it? From the, oh, well, the poppy flower. Well, fuck. And uh, yeah, you can smoke the dried poppy flower, and it's basically it's opium. <laughs> like the the fucking get the tar out of the out of the poppy pod, and Chasing yep, the dragon. yep, that's that's opium. And I didn't realize you just got to just got to refine it, and you get morphine. You refine it some more, it's heroin. Yeah, well, <laughs> I never realized how heroin was actually made. So, yeah. yep. Don't don't get. don't make don't make heroin, kids. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) heroin's bad. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can pretty much say this now, but you know, weed is good. It's getting legalized everywhere. Shit, fucking Virginia even legalized it, bro. I'm waiting for you guys to legalize mushrooms out here. Uh, I medical use in Virginia, um, in the past in the past year or so has been given the go ahead. Um, for more research studies, um, and, uh, um, and, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. like Michigan, I left Michigan, and pretty much Ann Arbor and everywhere else was, like, Ann Arbor, I think, was legalized, or think it's decriminalized in the state like the whole state itself but not legalized except for ann arbor i think grand rapids now is one of them well here's here's my 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 take right like i i am i am against policing drug use in general like yeah police the actions of people if you're gonna do anything if you know not the drug use yes but not the drug let people do what they're gonna like all it really is is them pushing for you know the cartels and everyone else to have the market. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. And th- things being illegal, I mean, it funds. And honestly, that's probably why everything's still illegal because the cartels, you know, through various organizations, lobby to keep those, you know, to keep yeah, drugs illegal. Yeah, because if they're legal in the U.S., they lose their market. Yeah, and that's. Probably the majority of their market, at least for this side of the hemisphere or whatever else. Oh no, it, the the United States makes up. I this I mean, granted, this is like ten years ago, but I'm sure it's the same thing. The United States makes up eighty percent of the world's illegal drug use. I believe market. It. It, it for market cap wise. You know, I'm not. I'm sure there's other countries where people do a lot of drugs, but. It market they don't cap have wise. The population and, yeah. and the money. Yeah, they don't have the population and the money. Um but well, yeah. I'll say this. I had some great ass coke over in Spain. <laughs> and Jesus Christ, that's completely different than anything over here. I I I've had some good shit here. But I mean yeah. I just get worried over here about the big rise of the fentanyl and everything that they're cutting it with see dude you hear that right but like i'm telling you this i i don't believe that shit maybe one maybe one in a million bro because it it doesn't make any sense for three years and that was overdoses was a 
big part of it. But I'm, I don't but, know if it was just pure the fentanyl or if they just yeah, did well, too much. Period. No. But. So, like, no fentanyl definitely because like that—that's the majority of what has ever taken me out was fentanyl. Uh, yeah. But it—they're not cutting cocaine with it. I assure you that. Like they, they claim that and shit, dude. It makes no financial sense. That's what I thought too. Is like, why would they? They're like, well, because it what? gets it's more addictive. I'm lower, like, cocaine right? is addictive enough, dude. Like, it, yeah, you're, it you're not gonna get somebody, and somebody's gonna be pissed the fuck off if you cut their cocaine with fentanyl, and they, you know, they're not gonna die every time if you cut it right. Like, they're gonna be pissed off because they're not gonna be as stimulated. Uh, yeah, like, that's why I thought it was weird whenever they said that is because fentanyl is a downer. If I'm, yes, yes, it, it is. Yeah. It is a. It is a synthetic. Heroin. Pretty much, you're creating just a speedball for someone to snort at that point in time. And yeah, and not even in a good way. Like, and the thing is, fentanyl itself is very expensive, right? So it is doesn't. It for horses? Um, shit, no, it's a fucking. It, it's an anesthetic. Like, it's oh, been, is it? Yeah, it like they use it. They <laughs> use they use fentanyl in hospitals, like, um, as a painkiller. But in you know very very small doses, um, but fentanyl and carfentanil, they're you know they're fucking anesthetics that anesthesiologists use and veterinarian anesthesiologists use for fucking elephants and rhinos and like <laughs> very large game, um, but it's it's very expensive, so it just doesn't it has never made sense to me that coke dealers are cutting their already expensive coke with. More expensive fentanyl. More expensive, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't it make sense. It makes less, like, the product even worse at yeah. that point. Down. Yeah, like, I could understand cross-contamination, yeah. but not somebody out there intentionally doing that. Like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to, you know, get these guys so addicted. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to want all my cocaine that gets them down. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, because that's what people do when they... <laughs> When they go and buy cocaine, they just want to be really down. Yeah, they they want to be up, but you know, slightly awake. <laughs> I just, fucking shit never makes sense. Fucking uh, dude, I can't wait to get out of this whole fucking area, bro. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I, have, of, I have such a history here, like uh, law enforcement. I imagine you're you can't wait to get out, dude. Like I would, if I was you, I would have been gone a long time ago. Just I, because of, my kids are here, my kids are leaving, so yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> and uh, they, you know, they put in for my early release probation, but that probably not going to get approved. So I'm probably going to have to transfer down there. Well, that's kind of shitty. Uh, yeah. It, well, it's because it. So when they put in for that, the Commonwealth attorney, the prosecutor here, who absolutely hates me, like it's he the last time it was requested, he just let it sit on his desk for eight months without responding to it. So um, I might might contact the lawyer and be like, hey, they put in for my early release. Can you contact the court? See if a hearing has even been set. Um, Instead of just having it sit on his desk. for Yeah. 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 Force him to have a hearing on it. And uh because uh, honestly, like with my case, like there is no reason for it to not get heard, at least if not approved, because they said I had to be on probation for a minimum of one year. It's been almost two. Um, okay. And 
I completed everything the AA asked me to complete. I have a stable career. You know, I have, I've completely, entirely, and utterly flipped my life the other way. All right, <laughs> like I, at this point, I am a goddamn model citizen. So there's there's no reason, and and you know, like I wish I, I you know, this is why I'm, I'm gonna con- I'm probably gonna end up contacting the lawyer because I can't say this to the prosecutor directly. I'm gonna be like, dude, tell him I am getting the fuck out of his hair, okay? Like I've been, yeah. I have been in that mother, I have been fucking with that motherfucker since I was 12 years old, and he hates me, and I fucking, I ran two political campaigns against him. Uh, Jesus, for, for, yeah. yeah, yeah, I ran, I, I helped run into, you know, two of his components' political p- campaigns and shit. Like I've gone out and on the street and fucking with picket signs and shit, like. Tell him I am leaving, and he never has to see nor hear from me ever again. Like <laughs> that's it. Like here, this is in the bolt of our interests right here. <laughs> yes, we'll never see here. Like you don't have to worry about it. I can't show back up on your doorstep. I'll show up on motherfucker's doorstep down in Florida if anything happens. Yeah. yeah it, well, and it, it, you know, it, that is the only way that he would ever see me is if I, while I'm still on good behavior, I fuck up down there. But that's not going to happen, dude. I'm just, I am not, I'm not about that life anymore. Not about see, that's that where life. Just letting you, it seems like they would want to let you go away from the area that brought you to that everything like you know where everything is dude that's the thing they they don't want you to succeed though that's the problem now there has been like i've been noticing especially in legislation and shit that past couple years there has been a major shift from what corrections and and you know and like the laws as far as prosecution and shit there's been a major shift over to no longer treating addicts as fucking ungodly criminals um like they they rewrote the safe reporting of overdoses act so like uh which should have it shouldn't have been had to have been written but um so like if you are with a friend and your friend overdoses right um back in the day like you had to worry about whether or not you were going to get charged criminally if you call the cops to help your friend, like at that point in time, it's just better to leave them there dead. It, than like, it, exactly. It, it left that, you know, it left that question of is like, well, if I call and get him help, I'm, I might go to jail, you know, and God forbid, and going he, to jail, obviously. God, like, for, God forbid he dies. They might charge me with fucking, you know, claim that I gave it to him and shit. Now, you call you're the individual who calls you cannot even be uh, before like they changed it before and uh you would have an affirmative defense against that charge but now it's if you call you are protected from being charged with with possession and, and being ch- being charged with it. it it's like basically a good samaritan act Called okay. it, called this, yeah, a dude. Like it should have always been because honestly, I have, I do. I've lost like over fifteen people, and had that law had that law yeah. been in place, probably about ten of them would still be alive, because I I know that they were with people that were afraid to call and just left them. Yeah, because I mean, if it's like okay, well, this motherfucker's 
dying, if I call, I'm probably going to jail for 10, 30, 50, like, depending on what happens. Yep. Like, that could just be the end of your life as well on that phone call. Yep. And, and like, you know, you got somebody that's on probation that's with them and they got a bunch of time over their head. Like, dude, if I call, like, I'm possibly going to prison for 20 years. Like, just just to yeah. save this, you know, just save this motherfucker's life. Like, of course, like, I, me, like, you know, I'd call, but yeah, I don't care yeah. how much time, you know, I'm going to save my friend's life. But, there, you know, most people aren't like that. Well, then if it's just like some, some dude, like if it's not really your friend or whatever, and it's like just some dude is Odine over there that I don't even really know, like yeah. maybe met him once. Oh, still me, yeah. me, me, I'm calling like even back then, like me, I'm, I'm going to try and resuscitate him for about like if I, cause, um, I, I you know, I've, I've re- nobody ever died on my watch. Okay. Like I have had people that went out on me. Nobody ever died on my watch. And I would sit there and I would do, I would do CPR for a fucking hour. As long as they didn't start turning blue and I felt a heartbeat, I would, I would keep going until they woke up. And, uh, so like, you know, but most people don't want to do that. (laughs) So what I'm really surprised that people didn't just use a burner phone or whatever else and just not say their name and just call in for something. Dude, I wonder how well, many people called in for something else. Well, like, here's the, here's the, here's the thing though. Like, one like here, their response time is fucking ungodly fast. Okay, so I like, have noticed that, dude. Uh, yeah, almost, it's a, it's I'm a still waiting state. for the cops to arrive at my old house. And I called <laughs> in about a year and a half ago. Yeah, no, like it. There's just so many of them, like cockroaches, and so like. And it's always the cops who show up first, never the ambulance. So <laughs> it's it's bad. So like you know, if you call, like you better be gone. And then the thing is, they go into their phone, and uh, yeah, you know, you have text messages. So like then, if they do die and you left the scene, you're even more fucked. Because <laughs> then it looks well, like no that, cause, cause, yeah, because yeah, because then it. The, because then it looks like you sold them stuff the and they died yeah. and then you left. And yeah, so that gets even worse. So, you know, I just, I like that the law changed. So like you stay there, you're good. I, you know, I, I wouldn't have to worry about anything. And even if I wasn't one of those people who was like engaging in it, right? Like back then I would be afraid. I still would call, but I would be terrified to call for someone that I found on the side of the street. Yeah, just because, because of who I am, and they'd be like, "Oh, you, you know, you must know that you probably gave it to him." But you know, you know what I mean. So it's like I would be terrified that I would get hemmed up just for saving some random person's life. <laughs> yeah, laws aren't made to protect people. Oh yeah, we know that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I I always bring up to people in arguments, you know. Uh, like debates on Facebook and stuff. Just follow the law. I'm like, all right, you tell me every law that exists. Yeah. You, you can go you, Google, Google, Google the book, three felonies a day. You read that and tell me that, you know, just follow the law because the average American breaks three felon, breaks three felonious crimes every day that they don't know because there is just such a preponderance of fucking felonies and other crimes on the books, local, you know, town, local, state, 
federal. Like, I'm breaking laws just sitting here right now. Federal, international, like, it, that you don't realize that you're, you're breaking because you don't know that they're even a law. And so, and it like... Gets changed, and then there's amendments, and... You know, and, like, my favorite thing, my favorite thing to point out to people is, like, you know, they'll they'll be like talking shit on a local page about people speeding uh, or like around a certain road. I'm like, all right, do you go 70? I'm like, do you go 75 or 80 on 95? And they're like, well, yeah, I'm like, okay, well you're a reckless driver. So like, you know, somebody's going five over in your fucking neighborhood, but you're, you know, you are committing a, a class one misdemeanor <laughs> driving down the road, going 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. You know, I know that you, you, I know, I know you probably drive 80 up, by, up, up close to DC and the speed limit's 55. So what do you think that's going to be like, yeah. you know, it's just stuff like that. And I don't know. It, there's just so much cognitive dissonance. I will say this though, with, since I've gotten the bus, my speeding has been none. It just can't happen. <laughs> How fast is your bus? 65 at the max. <laughs> Cause I used to speed eight, like, 80, 90, easily, and then when I was on my bike, that just got ridiculous, because, I mean, you're on a crotch rocket, why not? And now with this, I mean, this ain't legal in the least bit, but still, at least I'm not speeding anymore. I should probably get a seatbelt, but... Yeah. <laughs> I got 32,000 pounds rolling down the road. If I hit something, I'm probably going to right through it probably yes <laughs> I, man i've been in enough car accidents what's the worst that same can happen? same same never any that i've caused <laughs> mm. or, or or when i was driving <laughs> oh i was driving my most recent one i was wasn't my fault but i was driving <laughs> I was passing the tractor, and the tractor didn't see me and turned right into me. Oof. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. I wasn't wearing a seatbelt then either, so, hey, look at that. <laughs> my, uh, my boss texted me the other day, and he was like, he's like, he's like, just so you know, I'm getting indicators that you're five to eight over the speed limit in, in, in the flatbed, and I'm like, uh, uh, dude, I'm like, I'm like, god damn. Like, I might have hit it. I might have hit five to eight over, but I, yo, immediately dropped back down. Goddamn GPS in a fucking truck. Say, what, do they have one of those systems in there? Oh, every one of our trucks does. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. And, like, and they they just installed a new camera system and a new thing. So, like, it, uh, like, it watches, like, where we're working, like, outside of the truck. And it watches in the cab. And, uh, like... They said they're gonna start getting us for sleeping and shit like that. Yeah, I wouldn't like that at all. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna wear sunglasses. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, <laughs> can't prove it at that point in time. Yeah, as long as the driver's awake, who gives a fuck? <laughs> just say you're praying. They can't yell at you for praying really long. <laughs> a really long prayer. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> We had one, uh, when I was in the military, we had one dude that he got caught sleeping on post once, and his excuse was he was trying to time travel. 
Dude, I was like astral projecting, dude. Like you don't even know. <laughs> I was I was trying to go back in time to prevent this entire conflict. You know what I, you know what I mean, Sergeant? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't no. work out for us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sir, we need to send you <laughs> go get a drug we test. Need, you know, don't worry. <laughs> we think you I got was there into, all the time anyway. We so. think you got into some of that Afghani heroin we we seized. <laughs> Were you out so there by a, the poppy fields? <laughs> uh, the military drug testing is a scam, anyways. Oh, it I know. Really work. They can't get you for shit if you're not absolutely retarded, at least. They give you three drug tests. If you fail the first one, you should probably stop doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. Because it's all like a batch. The first one is a giant batch of everyone that comes in. And then the second one is like a smaller batch of, you know, who we might think it is. And then the third one is individual. So like, okay, we got this narrowed down to like these five motherfuckers probably. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Can't get that shit out of your system by then. You're like you get called in for your first drug test and you just start downing water. Everyone else is gonna be pissed because they're gonna have to come back probably and you know, in that test group. Yeah, but, well, like, you know that shit ends up leading to like worse things. So like that's how I got into fucking like you know, Robitussin and shit as a kid because I was constantly drug tested. So like I yep. was I was always looking for things that didn't show up. You know, just to have some fun. Nutmeg. That's stupid. Have you ever tried that when you were a kid? No. Oh, uh, it's. I can't eat nutmeg to this day because of it. Like, you have yeah. to ingest. I forget how much you're supposed to ingest, but if you ingest enough of it, like, you start tripping or something. It's been yeah. so long since I even thought about it, but. Yeah. Yeah, I was right there with you. My parents started drug testing me in high school because they thought I was. Oh, dude. The reefer. Oh no, it 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 was my parents and probation. Oh well, you're really fucked then. Yeah, uh, I uh, yeah. After I built that bomb when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Yeah, that might do it. Uh, well, like off and on, for, like it, everything, just, my behavior just went downhill. I mean, I was isolated for years on house arrest and. Um, it was just, it was really bad for my anxiety and then just a whole bunch of shit. So like, I start getting into shit. See, and that's where if they just legalize more shit, it wouldn't be like a taboo for something that someone really wants to do. If you tell someone not to do something, guess what they're going to want to do? Yeah. That thing. Yep. What I don't get is the whole them raising the cigarettes now to, what is it, 21? It doesn't stop anything. No, it's not not stopping anything. It was 18, and, just, and I was smoking when I was 12, so. Yeah. <laughs> but yet now you're going to be tried as a legal adult, but you can't smoke a cigarette. Dude, I, uh, I got one of my charges when I was a kid was, uh, Trespassing, underage possession of tobacco, and, uh, dude, so I go to court, and uh, I proved, like, I took, I, I got a picture of where the cop claimed I was trespassing and all this shit, 
and uh <laughs> i i proved like i represented my well, i had my mom like speak for me but i proved that i wasn't trespassing because i claimed that i was trespassing on school grounds um after what? after dark right which is illegal here but I was on an emergency access road that ran from the uh, the one side of the school to the public commuter lot, right? Well, that emergency access road is is part of the um, commuter lot, and so it wasn't school grounds. And I showed where I showed the judge where the picture of the sign saying, "You know, this is school property on the other side of the fence," and. That was her whole entire basis for the stop. So she found eight packs of cigarettes on me <laughs> because my 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 best friend she was on house arrest and like I I was able to buy cigarettes from the Seven Eleven night clerk because like I've convinced yeah. her that I was fucking eighteen and uh, so that was the whole reason for the stop, dude. And it got thrown out. Because, nice. Yeah, and like, dude, I asked for a male deputy to come to search me, and she said no, and like, the judge like, like tore her a new one over the shit. Like, it, it, I was on a fucking dark ass back little road behind some trees, alone with a deputy what the fuck of the. What's she doing there anyway? Deputy, dude, she was fucking posted up there, bro. I walked up on her car. What? And and she said she she initially said she stopped me because I was violation of curfew i was like um there's no curfew in stafford county and she was like well your parents have to know you're out i'm like no 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 they don't but they do but they don't have to know and there's no curfew in stafford so i don't i you have no reason to stop me and she's like well you're trespassing and i'm like this is a public road and uh and dude like she just kept trying to find things to fuck with me and like i'm like if i if i was doing something illegal i wouldn't have walked up past your car I bet you she was sleeping or doing something that she shouldn't have been doing. Well, they, they, no, they, they did usually post up there, like, because there's, like, kind of a bad, there's a bad neighborhood back there, and it's a good spot to see cars speeding back there, like, that, because, uh, there's a trailer park back there, and it's, they call it a high crime area. I have, I have a video of them illegally stopping me in that fucking neighborhood because I was in a high crime area. The fucking deputy blinded me with a fucking with his spotlight, dude, and I couldn't see. And so, like, I was like, "Hey, can you shut that off?" Like, I can't. I stopped in the middle of the road with my car. I'm like, "Bro, shut it off." He pulls me over for that shit. Um, I took it down until I'm off probation. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude, she like, dude, she lied. I had her call my friend's phone number as my mom, <laughs> and uh, hey, dude, she Smart. fucking. She fucking put me in handcuffs, took me to my house. Uh, I still can't get over the fact that you guys are weird over here. When you said that you can't trespassing on school school property at nighttime, like where I'm from, you can go there at nighttime, not going to be anyone around. If the cops come, they'll probably ask you why you're there and ask you to leave, but they're not going to do anything because it's, I mean, it's, it's a school. Yeah. Like, cops out here are very ready to just bring the law right down on you. Dude, they're terrible, bro. 
Like, I don't like them anywhere, but, like, over here, it is just, like, the DMV area is just the fucking worst. Maryland's not as bad, though. Like, I, I've, I've dealt with them there, and, like, the whole their whole entire system in Maryland <coughs> got reformed about, like, 10 years ago, like, as far as, like, the jail systems and shit. And, like, it, it's a lot better than it used to be. I'm telling you that right now. Maryland has come a long way. Um, but still, there's still this whole, the whole good old boy network. And it, they just like, if you're not one of them, you're an enemy and they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck how their policies affect like tourism and, um, like people wanting to live here. Like people come here because they're military and then their kids are going to fucking jail for over dumb shit that kids do. And it ruins their kid's life forever, and then they're on probation, and then, you know, it's just, they just, they fuck up so many goddamn lives here. It's so disgusting to watch, bro. Like, what I'll get is, like, the younger population, they're getting fucked, like, their entire lives are just get starting downward. Like, yeah. oh, I mean, isn't dude, that the whole idea they've of, like, made the schools part of the prison industrial complex, so, like, yeah. so, you know, if you're not the perfect model citizen that they want you to be, you're gonna wind up in trouble and you know if you question them you're gonna wind up in trouble and it, it they just set you down this path and it's just it's terrible just shaping kids to be pretty much robots at that point yeah that's what they don't want do to what be. we say then guess what will happen there's yeah. no free thought that's really going on anymore. Oh, or... I've, I've had to talk. I've, I've had to have talks with my my daughter and shit, like things that her teacher said. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, that is no. <laughs> you don't you don't listen to that. Like, uh, but things that I I dealt with as a kid too, like a teacher saying that you know you have to wait to go to the bathroom. No, you don't. If, she, no. if you ask to go to the bathroom, she says no. You go, and you yeah. tell them my dad said I can go. Dude, I pissed in the trash can of uh, uh, in my what, what, what class was that? Um, was it algebra one? No, no, it was some English class or something. Um, she told me I couldn't go to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and she's like, No, I'm like, I have to pee, dude. I pissed in the fucking recycling bin in front of the whole entire fucking class. <laughs> And uh, I didn't get suspended for it or anything, dude. Because I told her, like, I, I, I told her, like, yeah. you either, I told her, you either let me go to the bathroom or I'm going to piss in this fucking trash can. She said, well, you're not going to the bathroom. I said, okay. Okay, well. Piss, you... piss right in the fucking trash can. <laughs> like, well, I don't get it. It's like, what's the point of telling them they can't go? Why? Like, what? Okay. Is that just a power thing for you right there? I, that you I, think, I think that's go? what most of, them, most of them it is, you know. I understand if it's somebody who like disappears all the time and stuff, but like you know, I yeah, didn't, I like didn't if disappear this is your all the third time going to the bathroom I, in, during the class. And if it was like my junior or senior year, like when I would disappear for forty five minutes to go take Alvin in the bathroom and fucking just sit sit there on my phone, I understand that. But like this was like my so, my, my 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 junior sophomore year, so <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, I mean, back in our day there wasn't the pens or whatever else or vapes oh or no i actually had one of the first ones in high school yep yep damn yeah i graduated in 2010 uh oh. I, I, I had one of the first one of the first like it looked like a cigarette and you had to charge it on, yeah like, and the it, light 
blinked or whatever at yeah the end. and like you had to change the filter for the for the e-liquid like the whole filter like it was replaceable filters and um yeah dude i would and it didn't smell like anything so i would fucking i would sit in class and smoke it and blow it into my jacket like through my jacket <laughs> sleeve and shit yeah and my german teacher who i fucking adore still um and i'm friends with her kids and shit uh like she was like just don't get caught like you can do it my just don't get caught please those are the good teachers of like oh dude i, I she was the best that's where i think teach as fucked up as it sounds is teachers need to actually encourage more negative things happening or not punishing it exactly to a certain degree depending on what it is obviously but like that just creates more open-minded people than okay well we have to follow this rule this rule this rule this rule like why why that's what i never understood yeah they'll tell you something but they don't ever tell you why oh my one of my english teachers taught me how to get away with drinking in class or any class or anywhere is you take an orange and you just inject it with vodka <laughs> you'll sit there and you can peel the orange right in front of a teacher you can eat the orange you're e- everything you know what I mean yeah we still smell like alcohol <laughs> yeah she's one of those 60s see that's like, one thing that's one thing dude like everybody got caught fucking drinking at school bro and I, I'm like I'm never like I don't <laughs> drink anyway everybody everybody that fucking drank got fucking caught I'm like you guys fucking reek bro like I can smoke a blunt before school and smell like it, and they fucked with me all the time because of it, but I don't have any. Yeah. So, like, the worst that they can do is just accuse me. <laughs> like, they can't do shit. And when I, when I wasn't on probation, you can't drug test me. So what what are you going to do? Nothing. But, like, alcohol, like, uh, the cops come, they breathalyze you, you're fucked. Yeah, I, I got somewhat caught in high school. Like, everyone knew I was fucked up, but I don't know why they didn't call the cops or oh, I was, I whatever. Was on, I was on Mucinex the whole time. But, like, like, I had the principal come and give me, like, a whole, you know, walk the line tests and everything and did everything they asked me to. Well, I... put me back in class. I, I had, like, an in with... You know, law enforcement already didn't like me very much, except my school resource officer. <laughs> so, like, one of the times they they were fucking with me real hard because somebody somebody told them, somebody called the school and said they saw me and my friend smoking a blunt on this little trail by the school where we <laughs> always smoked our blunts, right? So, like, they yeah. called. They they didn't even have kids that went to our school, bro. And they <laughs> called the fucking school. And, uh... I was like, I mean, it was pretty dark this morning. I don't know how you'd see anybody, but... Uh, I had put Visine in and shit, and uh, I, I reeked of it, dude. They searched my locker. I never put anything in my locker, ever. I always kept everything on me. Like, not, I didn't even bring drugs to school, but I always kept all my stuff on me or in my backpack because they can't search me without a warrant. And, yeah, it, like, you're just not touch my shit. And, um, uh, probable, probable cause. Yeah, and they would go in my locker and be like, why is there nothing in your locker? I'm like, because I don't use my locker. <laughs> but, uh. He was like, look me in the eyes, Kyle. 
And I just looked at him. And he, I swear it was like the longest fucking 30 seconds of my life. And he was like, he's fine. Let him go back to fucking class. <laughs> Dude, I was fucking gassed, bro. <laughs> he, he had to have known. Hey, oh, I'm sure, but it was just one of those things of like, do I really want to deal with more of this shit? Yeah. Or just let him go back to class. I can go back to whatever I was doing. Well, and he knew like I was a good kid. Like, and that was the thing. Like, you know, my grades were fine. Uh, you know, I I had no behavioral complaints in school except I got punched in the face one time and suspended for five days for getting punched in the face, not even being able to <laughs> throw a swing back. Um, yes. Um, and I had a I had a suspension in middle school that I got taken off my record because I. It was a made-up rule, and I t- we took it to the school board, and they were like, yeah, you can't put this on his record. That rule doesn't even exist. It was conspiracy to instigate a protest in the cafeteria. I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, it, I'm perfectly legal thing to do. Like, I, I'm allowed to organize protests. It's part of my First Amendment right. Is there an actual record? When people say that, like, put it on my re- Where is this record? And you have, you have, a, stu- you have a student record that the schools that you attend keep on record and nowadays i'm sure they're you know linked to your social security number and can be brought up in some fucking federal education system i'm just wondering because i almost got goddamn expelled from high school and i was just kind of wondering if that's actually something that's going to show up anytime no like no this is like dude that's if you're like going to college and Uh. they want to view your fucking record i mean maybe the feds could if you wanted to apply for some fucking strict ass background i had a security clearance at one point in time yeah well then it probably wasn't something they really cared about (laughs) yeah i put uh laxatives and all the condiments oh dude no that's terrible holy shit i dude i i I went to school, yeah. dude. I went to school with the kid who got fucking felony charges for that. Oh, seriously? He got felony poisoning charges. God damn! And he didn't even do that. He put a fucking honey bun wrapper in the teacher's coffee pot. What? And How they, did he? They charged him for fucking uh, attempted poisoning. God damn! Yeah, dude. And that that when we were like thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I put uh, Epsom salt because Epsom salt is a laxative. Jesus Christ. All into all the condiments, and yeah, that's they funny. caught me before anything ever happened. But <laughs> goddamn, lunch ladies are fucking like hawks. Back yeah, in the bro, day. they're like fucking chicken hawks hunting for chicken. Yeah, but I wasn't allowed to come back to school. Oof. Hey, yeah. uh, I do gotta wrap this up. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Um, I greatly appreciate you coming, bro. I had fun. Should definitely do this again. Yeah, me too. Yeah, maybe next time we can pick a topic and kind of stick on it for a little bit. And kind hey, of jump around. I, I mean, no, I do. I I like. I, I prefer. I prefer this medium, you know. Uh, especially when it's just two people. Like if, yeah. if there's a couple of us, like you know, staying on top is cool and shit. But I I personally like this medium. I don't know how other people feel, but I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I mean, it's different. Pretty much like uh two ferns chatting a little bit hell yeah well dude i appreciate you coming and you have a great night thanks for having me you too all right good night everybody